Hey everyone, Wilmgard here with Mini. Hey guys. And this is the FFBE podcast. This week we were both working on the scorn of the octopus and the teacher. Uh, the next trial in the list of trials that we're doing. How did you find this one, Mini? Uh, it wasn't too terrible. I did find it a little bit annoying in the second phase. I think the if you're running it blind, the Moogle doesn't do a good job to prepare you for actually surviving. I think uh, unless you're really lucky, you probably don't survive the preemptive on round two, just going based on what information you're given, which is kind of sucks. It would be nice to at least give you some hint of how to to be able to run it in one go, but you kind of have to... Uh, run it a couple times to figure out what to do with your team. It wasn't bad overall, though. Yeah, I thought the Moogle really sucked in this one particularly. It doesn't really help you. At all. Like it did, I, feel, I felt like it didn't help me at all, at least. No, I mean, there's a few things I could have told you to just save you time. Like, uh, the first time I wiped, I didn't realize you couldn't dodge their attacks, their physical attacks. Yeah. So, you know... You could have just told me that in the Moogle. I would have geared my tank for uh, defense, right? Yeah. Instead of wasting uh, wasting my time. And the same thing with some of the other things. Just uh, These are things that... It's not like it's a surprise in the battle. Like It's some kind of twist mechanic where they give you hints inside the battle and you can figure it out and hopefully clear it. It's just right off the bat, this is how it is. And it would be nice if they gave you a heads up. Hey, in this battle... Uh, you can't evade physical attacks or whatever just because it's not like a, a mechanic for a part of the battle it's just the whole battle is like that at least let us know because that's kind of the meta where you go in with your evasion yeah it's like you do it it's it's literally the difference of like one or two attempts you yeah, know it's like not it's a big not... deal at all it's just annoying to have to find another friend that can chain with my person when for something like that. Like, I don't mind going into it and there's, like, a mechanic to introduce mid-fight, but they give you, like, a hint, you know? Like, oh, it's sucking in, it's whatever. And you're like, all right, I, I know I got to do something about this to stop it. I don't mind screwing that up and failing, but it's kind of silly when you could easily just put it in a line, just say, hey, uh, you can't dodge their attacks, so... I mean, that's all you'd have to actually even say. Just be like, oh, you can't dodge their attacks in this battle. Simple as that. And then at least I'd know, okay, I'm not going to waste, a, waste a, a run with a tank that's a piece of paper with dodge gear. I can deck him out with defense and HP so he can actually tank. Yeah, it, it wasn't really a significant part of the battle. It just would have been nice to save you the time of... It's not even like the time of going into the fight. It's more the time of gearing your units because changing people over and putting people in and giving them certain equipment... Because, I mean, as soon as I realized that's what it was, I just hit the give up button and reloaded with proper gear for my tank so I wouldn't have to waste time, like, overhealing him every turn just to keep him alive. You know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean because I had the same experience. It's not, it's not the end of the world. It's just one of those small things that could make a big difference as far as quality of life goes with these trials. Because the, the point of the trial uh, isn't to have a physical like decked out defense tank it it helps 
but it's not like one of the mechanics or interesting things of the trial. So I feel like them revealing that you can't dodge beforehand would have been, wouldn't taken, have, sorry, I had a stroke, wouldn't have taken anything away from the experience. No, I found the same, I had the same experience. I mean, I literally switched from Wilhelm to Seedhard. Because, like, Wilhelm, I, I just have pre-geared for dodging. That way I don't have to waste the time to gear up Sighard or gear up a different tank. But it would have been nice to just tell us, like, hey, you can't dodge their attacks. So just prepare your defenses and spirit or whatever. The other thing I didn't like that they don't tell you is that they're not susceptible to any breaks whatsoever. And again, it's that it's one of those things that I went in there with a breaker and tried to break them and then as soon as I realized that I couldn't break them on phase one or phase two I gave up and just took an extra like it's literally an extra unit slot yeah. that I'm missing out on right like I replaced them with another tank or another healer or another DPS um, yeah I just wish the Moogle told me instead of wasting so much time there's a few things that like <sighs> this Moogle is probably the most useless one so far. It it gave no helpful tips whatsoever. It said, oh, they use physical attacks and they use magic attacks and you have to attack them with certain elements to control what they do. Like, thanks. Like, I could have figured that out just from playing it. Like, <laughs> absolutely useless. Yeah, like, it's just so ambiguous. You know, that's the biggest issue. It's like, oh... It transforms and changes physical and magic resistance. I'm like, okay, that's helpful. Like, I can go in there and, it, and click it and it says resistant to physical or <laughs> resistant to magic. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. not. Like, tell me something a little bit more useful to the overall fight rather than literally one singular mechanic that, like, although it helps to know that, it's not. It's not like the biggest thing. Because the biggest thing in the fight is to survive. You can get the damage out over time, eventually. Yeah. But not knowing how to survive is annoying. Yeah. Besides that, the f I didn't find the fight that difficult or tricky. Yeah. As far as fights go, I think <clears throat> because we have access to so many units now that make you resistant to all elements or elements, ailments or resistant to parameter breaks the fight is a lot easier than it would have been around the time it came out yes exactly and when it came out i can see how difficult this could have been definitely especially so what kind of a basically one of my strategies that i used to beat these things is i nuked typhon that was that was my strategy. It was like nuke Typhon. I think that's the general strategy because Typhon's the more annoying of the two with his his snorts, and you you always have to keep him sealed, or he's gonna start snorting your units, which is really obnoxious. So I I went the same route. Now when these guys came out, I don't know if that was immediately possible. Probably it was, um, but using that strategy just like made the fight so much easier. It literally turned phase two into phase one again. You know what I mean? Like you beat phase one. Yeah. Exactly. Once he's on his own, it's it's not that hard. 
No, it's just it's the same fight twice. Um, assuming you can nuke Typhon down to zero, which apparently is what both of us did. And because Elena exists, the the mechanics of the the fight with the octopus are not nearly as difficult because you only really need one DPS. Elena can hit him in both of his phases, whether he's resistant to magic or whether he's resistant to physical damage. And she can imbue herself with both the... Because he does either, I think it's fire and lightning or wind and light uh, that he's weak to. And she's got both. And she can... She's got both. I know. The perfect DPS so for this, like, this battle. Yeah, Elena is literally... If you have Elena, that's who you want for this fight. It just makes it ridiculously easy. Yeah, it removes a lot of the annoying mechanics. I mean, if you have somebody stronger than Elena and you can just nuke them all together, then you can use them too. But, like, Elena is just... If you want to just play it safe and build a team for survival and just grind it out, Elena's great. She's strong too. She can, she can also nuke, but, like... She'll get you through no matter what. Exactly. She just makes it easy, right? Like, it's... it's You don't have to think with Elena. She just has everything. Yeah, you literally don't have to worry if if you're going to have to use physical or magic attacks in the next turn. It's nice. Or even now which the one, element. The one tricky thing that I found was the mission to deal wind, earth, and light damage two times or more. Wind and light was easy. Earth was a little bit more tricky. Why is that? Because Orthrus is never weak to Earth, so you can't really do Earth damage to him unless you bring someone who imperils Earth a lot. Oh, you poor soul. You actually think you have to damage them with the element? You just have to use the element. Even if... Oh, seriously? Yeah, even if they negate it, it counts as dealing Earth damage. Oh, that's the stupidest thing ever. <laughs> never mind. I was like, why didn't you finish that on phase one? What are you doing? <laughs> never mind. Hilarious. That's... Yeah, it that's so dumb. I know, but that's how they coded it. I thought so. I thought because it was immune, it didn't count. I think that's how like, it, I it had should to at work, least register. But that's not how it works. You, I, I remember testing this. I think it was the original Beasts of the Dark, where you had to deal dark damage to them, but they were both immune. <clears throat> I tried anyway, and it went through. And ever since, I just I know as as long as you use that element to hit them. Even if they resist it 100%, it still counts for your mission. Well then, that makes the only difficult part of the fight ridiculously easy. There you go. There's a, there's so, a life hack for you right there. There you go. Changed my life entirely. So the one key to this fight that I found, so obviously you want physical, you want as much defense on your tank as possible. Um, so I took, I had C card, so I took C card, but if you have other, most other tanks can get enough defense, assuming that you have equipment for them to tank out a lot of this fight. Like I never felt like my tank was in danger mm -hmm. as long as I kept up. So I kept up, obviously kept healing, kept them full HP, um, had them cover, defended when I could defend, you know, damage mitigation, like your typical trial stuff, like nothing new. Um, yeah, I, I really love, uh, I was I ran a combination of Folka and <clears throat> Sylvie, and I love, because Sylvie comes with respectable physical and magic mitigation, and then Folka can also use the general mitigation, so you can make your entire team very, very tanky. 
with just these two units, it's really nice. Exactly. And if you're lucky enough that you picked up, uh, what's his, he, one of the recent tanks, I forget his name now. Oh, shoot. Who was he? He has the 50% yeah, I know. damage mitigation. Galif. Galif, yeah. The new seven star Galif. If you have him, this fight is a breeze. Because he can get really high defense and then also give you 50% mitigation. Yeah. It's like, oh. This fight is a non-factor. But I mean, I did it with my I did it with my Wilhelm. He didn't have any issues surviving once I geared him. Uh, I just have I have two Sieg hearts or Sieg hearts, yeah, and I'm just too lazy to cack to our fuse to get them to 127 star. So I was like, you know, what? I was gonna re-gear my my Wilhelm. He did fine, honestly. You can you can run it with even him. So the I it's like you said earlier. The the tanks provided they're geared properly never feel like they're in danger of actually dying the other factor that i took into consideration the reason i took sigard specifically was the two elements that you kind of want to be prepared for wind sorry water damage wind damage and earth damage there's three i said two i meant three so they can use i think orthros can use specifically earth like big earth damage with his magnitude eight big water damage as well as big uh wind damage i think he has like a typhoon type attack or something like that mm -hmm. or maybe that was typhon um but either way those three elements so i took seek hard because it kind of nullifies that earth aspect it makes it super easy to tank out you don't have to worry he comes with some earth resistance built in um Plus, if you, like, I put on uh, Golem, and he's at 100% Earth Resistance, it made it really easy. And then you took Folka, just like I, I took Folka as well, and she has that Water Resistance by 100%. The only real thing you had to worry about was the Wind Resistance, and it, the damage wasn't so crazy that you have to, like, oh, crap, I'm going to die if I don't yeah. resist this. You know what I mean? One thing... I wish they would do as far as the quality of life for the game is concerned is to make it more clear which elements the bosses are using when they attack you. So sometimes a, an attack animation will look like one element, but it's actually a completely different element or a combination of elements. So You mean like Acid Rain that looks like Tornado, but it's actually water, water yeah. and wind damage? It, it makes no sense. So it would just be nice if, if you're not going to stick to visual clarity with what type of attack what type of element an attack is it'd be nice to give us some kind of indicator like at the top where it says the attack name when the boss uses it just make it a certain color so we know it corresponds with a certain element it would be easy to do and it would just make life a lot easier when you're trying to figure these trials out without looking at the the what do you call it the data mine they have these icons for all the different elements Literally just put the attack name and the various elements that it's doing. Like just visually. Like if it if yeah. it said acid rain and I saw a little bubble and a little tornado beside it, it's pretty easy. Just honestly, I would have I would be happy with anything. I don't need them I don't need them to I don't need them to tell me beforehand. That's fine. Make me go into the fight and learn it. But there's no reason not to like the data mine exists. There's no reason not to tell me at least within the fight. Well, I mean, it, it would just be, it's another one of those you know things I mean? where it would be nice if we didn't have to rely on the data mine. It, you know, 
if you're struggling and you have no choice, it's nice to have that resource to be able to go on there or look at a guide. But if you're if you really want to kind of do it the way it was intended and just struggle through it and you enjoy the challenge of doing it yourself, it would just be very nice to not have to re-roll your energy to play a guessing game. It would be nice if you had clear, distinct indications for what was happening in the fight. So that way, even if you fail on your next attempt, you, you've gathered some information and you can uh, do better or prepare better. I was just going to say the game should be self-sufficient to tell me at least what's happening within for, the fight. For example, in every other Final Fantasy, if I use Libra or if I kill an enemy enough or if I, if I tank hits from a certain thing... It kind of tells me more information in the little monster compendium that all of them have. This Final Fantasy doesn't have any compendium that's useful. At least tell me within the fight as things are smacking me in the face what I'm being smacked by. Like it's easy. It's not hard yeah, to do. Because at first I don't think it was a big problem because the animation for the attack literally reflected what the element was. But now we have attacks like you said, like Toxic Rain. I would have been like, okay, I need to gear up for wind resistance. I'd try that and fail. And then at that point, unless you know what the other element is, <clears throat> it's a crapshoot. You've got to guess, like, which element is it? And I think that's just kind of a sad way to go about it, where you have to rerun over and over until you guess the correct combination of elements, just because it's unclear what it is in the game. Yeah, it's kind of a cheap way of making it slightly harder but again like i said it doesn't even do that because for me when when i see crap like this and i'm like oh it's wind and i go in there yeah. and it's not wind i'm like screw that i'm just gonna i'm just gonna go look at the attacks on the yeah on the but it mine. just kind of like i'm not gonna sit here and go through eight it just kind of sucks that uh, it's sort of like back in the day when you couldn't see what the abilities actually did like as far as the the explanation in the game was uh, full break and one of the big break moves from like Lauren or whatever breaks for the same amount because it's just like it breaks all. Like how do you know which that one is better than the other? You don't. And it wasn't until they added the in-depth information to the game that you actually could know without looking on sites like the wiki. Oh yeah, because the one is literally single target breaks everything. And the other one is like AoE but breaks one thing. No, is that the one it, you're talking about with Lauren it, or something? Whether it's single target or AoE doesn't matter. It's a full break. Except when you use full break, it breaks no, by 35%. But when you use, for example, General's Manifesto, even though it says in the description it breaks attack, defense, mag, spirit, it's actually by 70%. But you wouldn't know one way or the other which one was better because... No, that's what I was that's what I was about to say. So like in my head, if something is breaking attack defense mag spirit single target and something else is breaking attack defense mag spirit AoE, I would assume that the single target is stronger. And we have logically. a lot of abilities like this in the game where you you literally if you didn't look at the the data dump or the wiki you just wouldn't know which one was better or what frames they had. So like the game in that sense has come a long way and it's nice. I just wish they would shore up a few of these last little annoying things. Yeah, just add some consistency to the fight. I mean, the animations aren't everything but CG. Like when a boss hits me with an attack, 
whether it's a, a fire tornado or a wind tornado or like, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't impact me that much. It doesn't change the fight at all, nor is it something that I look for. So in this fight, when they're hitting me with their little tornado attacks, I don't care that it's a tornado. Like it doesn't really mean anything to me. Just make it consistent. So when it's a tornado, it's wind. When it's that little flood animation, it's water. If it's a lightning bolt, yeah. it's light. You know what I mean? Just make it consistent. Make it clear. It helps everyone out a lot because I like to run it blind. I don't like to look at the wiki when I do these things because it's less fun for me. It's just for some things I have to because, again, I'm not going to go in there and guess eight different elements because the one that the animation looks like isn't the correct one. It would be... It's just, it's it's a small thing, I agree with you, but you know, yeah, is what it if is. I have to, I'll just keep I'll keep looking at the what you call it. <laughs> yeah, it is like I said, it, is it, what it, it sucks is. to have to do it, but because I mean the alternative is just uh, wasting time because you're just guessing which element at that point. Yeah, wasting time, wasting energy. Um, the other big aspect to this fight, so. You want to gear your tank for defense, physical defense specifically. Having that earth and water resistance I found was really helpful in just giving your team time to do other things besides just heal every turn and stuff like that. The other big aspect was phase two where you fight Typhon along with Orthrus. And now we both mentioned that we just nuke Typhon. The reason is, is that he can snort someone out of your out of the party. Now, he has a temporary snort where, yes, someone gets blown away and you can't use them for like three turns or whatever, and then they come back. But during some of his, uh, what are those things called, thresholds, he will knock someone out of the fight permanently. Yeah, I think that's how it works. So... To avoid that, because usually it's going to be your tank. Your tank is the most likely to get hit. Um, if it's not your tank, it's probably going to single target to something significant like a healer. Like, I don't know the mechanics of the blow away, but you don't want your tank or your healer or really anybody aside from a DPS to get blown away permanently. So to yeah. avoid that entirely, we just nuke Typhon before he can do that. Um. He doesn't have a crazy amount of HP. He doesn't have crazy stats or anything like that to protect himself. Um, he's even weak to water and ice elements. So you can actually do a considerable amount of damage to him all in one go. You can kill him without crossing any thresholds for Orthrus because Orthrus is considerably tankier. Yeah, especially... Uh... Because you have to, if you're running someone like Elena, uh, half your damage is taken off because he'll resist Exactly. So those are pretty much the big things you have to look out for. I mean, the defense, the couple elements, and then making sure Typhon doesn't blow someone significant out of the party. Highly recommend just nuking him. If you have any of the current DPS, easy, easy, easy task. I didn't even try. I accidentally killed him with Elena. And I don't bother with break units. Uh, you're better off uh, fielding like a second support if you can handle it. Like Folka's great as a healer here because of her 100% water resist. Um, 
if you have some other healer slash support units you can put in with some wind and uh what was the other element wind and lightning earth yeah so with some wind and earth resist that way you don't have to gear your units for it you can just use your uh green magic uh, it would help it would help a lot with survivability yeah i think in this fight you finally get to take advantage of dedicated support units because you have that extra slot open, usually you're taking that breaker. There's a nice chance to oh, yeah. bust out your uh, maritime nickels or or uh, your Aisha or Sylvie, like all these units that sometimes take a backseat because you just don't have the space in the party. Well, I mean, if you if you have Sylvie, use her, and if you don't have Sylvie, use UFC tickets to get her. <laughs> she's insane. She's just that good. Yeah, yeah she's she's bonkers. That's pretty much the fight. Um, there wasn't any other tricks. If you can do phase one, you can do phase two, assuming you nuke Typhon. It's literally the same fight twice I found. I didn't find anything different fighting Orthrus the second time. Yeah, I think Typhon is the sort of wrench in the, the works there. But if you can get rid of him fast, it just becomes a rerun of round one. Exactly. Now, the reward for this fight was really, really nice. Stardust Rod, obviously a rod, with 167 mag, and then a passive called Skyfall, which, whatever, increases the modifier to a couple abilities. Not really that significant, unless you're using, like, Black Mage Golbez, um, who uses Meteor or whatever. The main thing here is the Demon Killer and the Undead Killer that you get on the weapon. It's really, really good. Yeah, uh, I love Demon Killer just stuck on already good weapons because sometimes you got to choose do i want demon killer and give up some raw stats or do i want just the raw stats and forego the killer but in this case you get both because the weapon the actual mag on the weapon itself is fantastic and then you plus get killer on it it's just it's worth the the effort to the trial exactly again like all the other ones up till now the weapons you're getting are among the best in their class they're all stmr level and this one is yeah right in there and i think this one is is more useful than the one we did last week for the beasts of the dark because no one uses claws rods are very very <laughs> common yeah rods are a lot a lot easier to make use of in terms of content for this week um they're continuing with the halloween event now i don't know if you've been kind of touching any of it mini there was a trial called mean ghouls i saw the trial i haven't done the trial i but i i gotta say i do appreciate the the pun <laughs> it's pretty funny funny enough i did the i did one attempt of everything so i did the the raid the hardest version of the raid i found that part harder than this than this thing oddly enough i killed this thing with elena in one hit by accident i didn't even try and then the actual raid part or whatever that thing is called the wave battle whatever it is i don't know i couldn't kill in one hit with elena i don't know it was weird maybe it was just did something differently or maybe something was bugged out but I thought that was, I just wanted to comment on that, that it was weird that the farming portion of it, at least for me, was more difficult than the single, single kill one. Like the single kill one was harder or it was easier. Sorry. It was easier. weird because usually the single kill one is easy, but not as easy as the farming. Exactly. 
I don't know. I, I thought that was weird. I wasn't sure. I was going to ask if you had the same experience, if you cleared it, but either way, not a big deal. Yeah. So that's pretty much it for this week. We covered Scorn of the Octopus and the Teacher, another one of those trials that we're covering in this little trial series that we're doing. Next week, we will be doing Scorn of the Like or the Lich, whatever you want to call it. I think it. it's the Lich. No, no one calls it a like. Scorn, a scorn of the like, uh, which I've heard is really hard. Back in the day, at least when it was released uh, a few months ago, people said it was pretty hard. Coming in with a nice spear, but we'll be covering that next week. Yep. Anyways, thanks guys for listening. We really appreciate it, and we will catch you in next week's episode. Peace. Peace. Peace.